Hi everybody, this is Gatsad. A couple of days ago I posted uh, a list of important new advances coming from progressive science. And so since some of you may not follow me on social media, I thought that I would also provide you with that list and maybe offer some additional commentary uh, both on my YouTube channel and podcast. So here we go. So this is from uh, July 13th. Important new advances in science. You ready? Number one, men can get pregnant, menstruate, and have abortions. And as we know, a few days ago, you remember there was the exchange between Senator Josh Hawley and a a professor of law from Berkeley where she thought that him arguing that it is not true that men can be pregnant will increase the likelihood of Uh, trans people being killed. Uh, So it is clear now, it is settled science. Number one, men can get pregnant, they can menstruate and have abortions. And as someone who applies evolutionary biology and evolutionary psychology and studying human behavior, I can completely confirm that people get pregnant, people menstruate, people have abortions. It's not specific to one sex or the other. That's absolutely settled. Number two, national borders are racist. And also, if I can add, walls don't work in stopping people from coming in. So just like, for example, it makes no sense to have uh, a safe to protect your diamonds because safes don't work. Doors in front of your house don't work. Gates don't work. That's why the billionaires don't have walls or doors or Uh, private security. So national borders are racist. Walls don't work. All people are legal. There are no illegal humans. That's just science. It's logic. It's reason. How would a massive wall stop people from getting in? It makes no sense. It's not scientific. So that's number two. And you'll notice that each of these absolutely settled scientific matters tend to come not tend to come, they all come from one noble party, the science party. Number three, the scientific method is one of many ways of knowing. This is something that I cover extensively in The Parasitic Mind, whereby the scientific method, by virtue of it being tainted by, you know, it being, have, you know, having been promulgated by dead white men, it's only one form of, of knowing. There is other ways of knowing. Postmodernism argues that there are no universal truths. Everything is subjective. Everything is relative. You know, uh, there is indigenous knowledge, which it's not indigenous knowledge in the sense that indigenous people have flora and fauna specific knowledge because they've lived in a particular ecosystem. It's just a different way of knowing. You could maybe do tribal dance or you could do, there are just different ways. There's maybe a Lebanese Jewish way of doing science that's different from the scientific method. That's why the noble people in South Africa, University of Cape Town, I think, started the hashtag science must fall because the scientific method, as I said, is tainted by white supremacy. That's just science. Number four, obesity is not unhealthy. It is body positive. That's why I I realized that I was completely wrong to have lost 86 pounds because there's absolutely no link whatsoever between uh, being, you know, 400 pounds. Take, for example, Lizzo. I look at her. 
She's a model of health. She may be 550, 600 pounds, but to argue that, oh, you know, your blood pressure will be higher, you're at an increased chance of heart disease, you're at an increased chance of colon cancer, all this kind of stuff, that's just, you know, white supremacy medicine saying, oh, you know, if you're overweight, you won't be as healthy. It's settled. Be body positive. You're healthy at any weight. Settled. Done. Number five, climate change will soon end life on Earth. And we know that that's true because for the past 50, 60 years, we've had very, very accomplished scientists tell us that the Earth is going to end for exactly opposite reasons. 30 years ago, it was going to end because of A. Now it's going to end because of not A. And if you question the urgency of those claims... And if you want to have a conversation about should we spend $100 trillion over the next 80 years to bring down the temperature of Earth by 0 0.02 degrees, you shouldn't have that conversation because it's all settled. Not only the science is settled about climate change, but what public policies we should institute is also settled. Shut up, Rube. Number six, that one is a very good one. Meritocracy perpetuates power dynamics that marginalize people of color. This is something that I discuss in The Parasitic Mind. That's why diversity, inclusion, and equity is good. Meritocracy is just a form of white supremacy, as has actually been argued. I'm not being satirical here. So the idea that you should judge people based on their merits, that's, that's just promulgating power dynamics that marginalize the BIPOC, uh, black, indigenous people of color. And so it is much more laudable to judge people based on immutable traits. That's freeing, right? Uh, the old racist arguments of Martin Luther King, I'd like my daughter to be judged based on the merits of her, the content of her character. That's racist nonsense. It's settled. The, the, the progressive Democrats have told us we need to dismantle all that. That's why at the university, you can't, you can't throw a stone without having some diversity, inclusion, and equities czar telling you how you should teach your course, how you should apply for your grant, how you should do your research, how you should analyze your data that incorporates diversity, inclusion, and equity, or as I like to call it, die. So that's also been settled. Number seven, critical race theory is scientific. That's settled. That's settled science. Abram Kendi, one of our great luminaries, has absolutely confirmed. Robin DiAngelo, white fragility, it's all set. Remember, each of those settled scientific terms come from one side of the political aisle. That's the side that you should be voting for because they're the science party. Number eight is a really good one. It's one that I origi originally discussed in my 2011 book, The Consuming Inst Instinct, where I said that you can literally go to the elite universities and learn that heterosexuality is learned, but homosexuality is innate. It's not a choice. You're born homosexual, but heterosexuality is learned via the heteronormative standards that are imposed in our society. So this makes perfect sense because a sexually reproducing species it makes perfect sense that the default value would not be heterosexual mating. That's settled science. You can find it in a lot of the top 
uh, LGBTQ type of programs at Princeton, Cornell, and Harvard. That's settled. So remember, heterosexuality is imposed, is learned. Number nine, terrorism is caused by climate change stressors. So, for example, when you have 37,000-plus terror attacks since 9-11 alone, all across 70-plus countries, all in the name of one particular religion, the perpetrators of that terrorism tell you exactly why they're doing it, because of their religion. That's not true. You have to listen to the nuanced thinkers of the West who tell you the reasons why they're doing it. They're marginalized. They're beard-bullied. They have lack of art exposure and, of course, climate change. Bill Nye, the science guy, explained to us very clearly the Bataclan terror attack in Paris could have very well been, as he explained, done, uh, committed because of lack of solar panels. You can, you can find the reference in the parasitic mind or you can just now do a Google search and you'll see how he linked a terror attack to solar panel that led to the drought from Syria and so on. That's settled. Terrorism is related to climate change. Number 10, evolutionary psychology is quack science. Okay, Because applying principles A, B, and C to argue about the mating behavior of every single sexually reproducing species on Earth that's science. If you apply the exact same principles ABC, exactly same epistemology, same methodology, same theoretical and conceptual development, everything is the same, but you now apply it to the human condition, to human mating, then it becomes quack science. Because the party of science knows that evolution stops at the neck. So it might explain why you have opposable thumbs, but to argue that the most important organ that defines your personhood, which is your, your mind, is due to the dual forces of natural and sexual selection, that's just quack science. And I have tons of fellow academics and fellow scientists who tell me that I'm quack scientist because I apply. What do I know about evolution? I mean, I'm just a professor at the business school. So we know that that's just... By the way, on the hierarchy, the professors of the business school rank very highly. They get paid the big bucks because we actually teach and research things that matter. But no, the folks who are geneticists who apply evolutionary theory to study plant physiology, they can apply evolution. If I apply evolutionary theory to study economic decision-making, that's quack science. Got it? Number 11 Feminist mathematics is an important subdiscipline of mathematics. By the way, if you think I'm being satirical, there literally is feminist mathematics. As someone who studied mathematics in university, there is no field that is more free of your personal identity or your political ideology more than mathematics. Mathematics is defined as a closed axiomatic system. Your personality your sexual orientation, your skin color doesn't matter to the distribution of prime numbers. But even mathematics has been parasitized by all this stuff. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Mathematics has been illuminated by the uh, liberating framework of feminism. And this is why a few years ago I introduced a new field, which I call social justice mathematics, 
whereby, for example, we get rid of terms like irrational numbers because irrational marginalizes people who have mental health disorders. So I went through a whole list of mathematical properties that we have to eradicate in the pursuit of social justice. Number 12, there are no human universals. Every human phenomenon is constrained by its cultural context, right? So again, this kind of relates to evolutionary psychology. What do you mean there is a human nature? What do you mean there is a shared biological heritage? There is no such thing. Biology doesn't matter when it comes to studying human behavior, as is explained to me by so many of my lovely haters and trolls, including some academics, for much of my 30-year career. Biology is not relevant to the studying human behavior. And certainly not for someone who's at a business school. I mean, what do business school professors know about human behavior? You know, the, the thing that makes the entire globe go around, which is economic behavior, what do we know about behavior? All right. Next, oh, this is a good one, but this one is absolutely settled. Inflation is largely caused by Putin. It's not caused by you printing massive amount of money so that there is massive amount of money that's circulating. That's, that's quack. It, inflation really started globally with Putin's hike. Even if we've got longitudinal data that shows that this is completely falsifiable, that's your lying eyes lying to you. So why are you suffering right now when you go for the gas pump? Putin. Why are eggs costing you more? Putin. Why does your espresso cost you more? Putin. Inflation equals Putin. That's science. Shut up. The law of supply and demand does not apply to energy prices. Another important uh, law. So when noble luminary uh, Joe Biden stops the domestic production of oil in the U.S. and then goes to, you know, democratic countries like Saudi Arabia, Venezuela to get the oil from them. And then he takes some of the uh, uh, strategic reserves from the U.S., sells them to China, to a company that is linked to Hunter Biden. All that stuff, shut up, great unwashed. You just have to remember, the law of supply and demand does not apply to energy prices. So all of those economic stories about why prices of gas has gone up so much have nothing to do with anything. It's just Putin. Just remember that. That's scientific. Number 15, true socialism is the means by which to maximize human flourishing. So even though there's been innumerable cases throughout human history over the past hundred years where people have tried socialism slash communism and it has always ended in failure because socialism communism is antithetical to human nature as the harvard biologist e.o wilson said regarding socialism communism great idea wrong species because we're not social ants Therefore, we're not meant to be all equal. We don't live in an equal utopia. We're equal under the law, but we're not equal in our outcomes. Some are taller, some are shorter, some work harder, some work less hard, some are more intelligent, some are less intelligent. Some jump very high so they can become basketball players. Others are fat slobs that can't go off one millimeter off the ground. That's not true. In a perfect utopia, we'd all be equal social ants. 
It's just that socialism socialism has failed because it because it wasn't true socialism that was tried. If on the one hundred and one time we listen to occasional cortex AOC and we implement along with Bernie Sanders real true socialism, then we would truly have maximal flourishing. Uh, capitalism is not the way to go. Contrary to this pesky historical longitudinal data that says that at no time has there been more human happiness than via the liberating mechanisms of economic freedom through the market uh, mechanisms, the free market, that's wrong. Science is very clear. Socialism is the way to go. Again, remember, each of those comes from the party of science. This is why in the parasitic mind, I attack leftist ideas, not because I'm a person of the right, but because the university ecosystem is where all of these wonderful ideas come from. And all professors are leftists. That's why I attack those ideas. Uh, number 16, since I mentioned occasional cortex, occasional cortex, AOC, for those of you who don't know, that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortex, also known as medically as occasional cortex, is the smartest person in Congress. I mean, I've listened to this woman and I'm humbled when I hear her speaking, when I hear her giving her, her pontifications about all sorts of matters, I say, how is it that this person 15 minutes ago was my uh, bartender? I remember she served me a Mai Tai and now she is pretty much one of the most powerful people, rightly so, in the United States. This is the kind of people that we want to have. I, and I hope that uh, the Democrats have her running with uh, Kamala Harris. I mean, what a ticket. These two are, are are a mixture of Einstein, Newton, and Darwin. I mean, they're just unbelievable. To think that we live in their era, unbelievable. And I completely agree with Sam Harris, my mentor, Sam Harris. By the way, just to know that I'm so close to him. I'm in Newport Beach. Sam Harris is in Malibu. I can just go now and hang out with him. I'm besides myself. He clearly said, when Joe Biden and Kamala Harris came into power, finally adults are in the room. And in seeing Joe Biden and in seeing Kamala Harris, how they carry themselves, thank God we have the adults in the room. I mean, they exude adult higher order cognition thinking. So I'm, I'm with Sam Harris. He's amazing. And so then I asked, any questions? Professor Dr. Gatsad, and I put he, him. Some of you are confused. Sometimes I'm he, him. Sometimes I, I'm fierce Sally, in which case, you know, I have a different gender. When I wrote this list, I was, uh, I had the vibe of a man. Uh, today, I'm unsure. I may be two-spirit or maybe non-binary. So there you have it, folks. Now, I could have added others. Let me just add off the top of my head. Incarceration doesn't work because it comes from the noble idea again from progressives from several hundred years ago but it has now gone on overdrive that criminals are the victims of society if you have a criminal who's raping you or who's stabbing you or who comes in for an undocumented visit to your home what's the point of shooting him or arresting him or calling the cops if he's a criminal it's because society has done him wrong and if society's done him wrong you're going to double penalize him by putting him in incarceration? What about trying to find a way to help him? 
incarceration doesn't work. So that's another very important. That's why you shouldn't have bail. You shouldn't have this whole incarceration. That's why you shouldn't have, you shouldn't arrest people if they steal less than $950 as we have now in places in California where I am now. Because if they steal $930, is that really theft? They steal your, your iPad. That's not theft. You shouldn't arrest people for that. They're, 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 they're struggling. So you should allow that. That's really a strong way to build society whereby you put a monetary value on the theft. Or was it really a rape? It was just, you know, some groping. So, you know, that's a judicial philosophy that works. Don't punish criminals because we know that humans don't react well to consequences. If you do this, we'll do that. If you do this, we'll punish you. Rather, peace through reggae, peace through love and music. Uh, that's why we've got all these DAs in California that are doing a great job letting out tons of hardened criminals into the street. Uh, and then we're seeing that crime goes down when you let out tons of criminals from prisons. That works well. Again, remember Thomas Sowell, the vision of the anointed from the mid-90s. What was he talking about? There is a set of anointed people that are above this thing called reality. They have a set of ideologies, and it doesn't matter what human nature is. It doesn't matter what empirical data is. Their ideology supersedes this. This is why in the parasitic mind, I talk about linking ostrich parasitic syndrome to Lysenkoism. Lysenkoism is what? Lysenko was a geneticist in Soviet Union who said, no, 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 this whole Mendelian genetics, that's wrong. It doesn't fit with our Marxist ideology. So I'm so my ideology supersedes the basic laws of genetics. And then of course, yeah, maybe 20, 30 million people died of famine. But the ideology won at the end of the day. So that's why we have to follow progressive utopian leaders who are not bound by reality. They're not bound by an understanding of science. They create their own science. They are the science club. They are the science party. You get it? So there you go, folks. If you are into science, you want to be supporting the party that says that women, that men menstruate, that men have babies, that men can have abortions. That's the party you want to support. Have a good day, everybody.